fine. Well, hello and welcome to the DC UK podcast. This is season four and episode 12, and we are live at the Screaming Eagles tailgate. So welcome, everyone. It is awesome. And for the first time ever, sat to my lovely, lovely left is Daniel Wise in person. How are you doing? Oh, James, this is the best weekend ever. I cannot believe (laughs) this is happening. This is incredible. It is awesome, isn't it? I mean... You've obviously flown in from South Dakota. I've flown in from England. And and that's that's sort of the thing. If if it was just me, yeah. I would be dubbed like the hardest core DC United fan coming in from South Dakota. But you got me beat by oh, a good a few good thousand market. miles. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, I want to say a couple, but whatever. <laughs> I this is this is everything I've wanted this weekend to be, and yeah. I love it. It is fantastic. Um, and over to your left is Tom, who. I mean, oh, who's coming from maybe it's what a couple of miles maybe uh i took a 15 minute uber and uh <laughs> yeah i mean traffic was bad but i i didn't have to get in a plane yeah uh, i'm very excited to be here this is crazy it is. you see so many huge fans of dc united excited to see the guys first time in person yeah oh, we God. are here a quick a quick cheers a quick cheers Ooh. cheers to cheers. the pod you've you got to look ever. at each other in the eye as well when you cheers oh, yeah, come yeah, on yeah, yeah. okay che- yeah Hi. Cheers. Hello. Cheers. Hi. Cheers. Cheers. Hi. Cheers. 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 Good to meet Cheers. you. <laughs> oh, and we've got our first guest. <laughs> no, I came here. I'm <laughs> I mean, I would turn the camera around, but unfortunately it's stuck on the chair there. But um, Devin, why don't you come on down? <gasps> I will get up and leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do not deserve that. Like there he is. Look at him saying hello. <laughs> No, you know, I mean, we got to have your silky, lovely voice oh, well, no, that's Dave, on that's the pod. Dave. Like, I, Dave, Dave is is a, a, a different kind of cut, but you oh. are, I mean, I mean, you're the man. You're, 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 you're DC are the, royalty. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are part of the pantheon. I mean, are you trying to inflate his ego anymore here? Jeez. No. Nah. It is awesome, isn't Wait, it? Are we, live right now? we are live. We are live on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Good to know. Yeah. It's. I don't like live TV. Really? Yeah. No, it never comes across. Yeah. Honest truth. Let's record everything and then yeah. we take out the bad parts. I mean, that's it, isn't it? You just record the games and then we don't actually watch it live. We're just in another universe watching it, aren't we? Why would you watch it? Exactly. It's, well, no, I mean, I don't. I like I, I don't stay up till three a.m. watching DC United every yeah. week. Uh, I mean, I genuinely yeah. do. Yeah. And I watch you guys on on the DC United website week in week out. It is fantastic, and I just can't thank you guys enough for bringing so much goodness to the oh, to the uh, I, game. I can't believe you're watching that. I, I've I got mean, to, man. I've no, got to. We love it. We love it's love and, a little love in the UK. Yeah, there's there's quite a few of us now in the UK who are, which is awesome. And we've got people in the DC UK group who are from Belgium. We had someone from Brazil who's now left um, because oh, he went to support the refs. Ooh, it was a oh, weird one. That was a strange one. He was like, "Well, I support." He supports all the yeah. He supports all the New England teams. It was that was a bit strange in itself, but you know he's he's gone gone into pastures new. 
we made up for it because we brought on a new supporter group member from Australia. Um, yeah. So we've got Down Urban, Under. If that's right, Alex? Adelaide. 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 Alex, Alex and Adelaide. Adelaide. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I just know they might put shrimp on the barbie. They're all flat out like a lizard drinking. That's a, that's the I'm only other just, way. I just think I, they all hang upside down, don't they? Down there. I work at a butcher shop with with a guy from Australia, so that's the only other. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's rather nice. It's the first time I've had it. Yeah. Actually, I might have had it the last time I was here, uh, like three years ago. Yeah. But it's good. It's good stuff. That I do like my IPAs. I'm an IPA. Yeah. No. So what's 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 like a bigger pressure point? Is it lining up in the starting eleven? Or being on camera in front of a national, an international, international, audience. yes, international. Come on. I mean, we're global. We got Australia. Yeah, Australia. So, you've got Belgium. So where, where, where do the, from like Argentina too. What gives you the bigger butterflies then? Um, it's a good question, by the way. No one's ever asked me that. Oh. So I appreciate that. Uh, you, you, lining and, up you and Dave are my heroes. Lining so up play, <laughs> lining up to play. Uh, Light it yeah. up to play 100%. The reason being is you can actually just like block everything else out and just be like, yeah, two guys in a pub watching a soccer game. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, while you still can do that when you're playing, it's a little more difficult when people are yelling at you. Yeah, and, um, they might say something you don't like or agree with, and yeah, yeah. So I would say in the starting 11. Now, now, okay, so let me take this a step further. Could you, in a way, like if you had like an auditorium full of you know the biggest dc united heads just in a live audience could yeah. you could you do that could you line up and be able to just you know take whatever question or give whatever insights you have about the team yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i love i love how quick you were with the answer yeah. yes can we just get I in the kennedy do, I... center is that the next step we get in the kennedy center and then we we have a little you know yeah uh, audience uh dialogue with, uh, with how many, how many would be in the Devin? audience I, I'll work on it. <laughs> They've got like a closet there we could hang out in. Yeah, for sure. Know? I mean, that would be a yeah. pretty big closet, I would imagine. Though. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, no, uh, that, that, if, as long as I know what I'm talking about, yeah. Then yeah. I feel, and not to say that I know what I'm talking about, because I don't, <laughs> but yeah. that is, that, that like relieves some stress. Yeah. For me, right? Yeah. Like, uh, it's a, it's a matter that I focus on a lot probably too much um dc united mm. and so i'm comfortable talking about it right? yeah. we're talking like astrophysics stuff like that then you know yeah like, or algebra <laughs> did, did you have a college major was you, what was your <laughs> yeah no i did so don't laugh it was a geography and i'll tell you why okay, okay? yeah yeah don't ask me the state capitals because that's not what it was about so it was, I actually took, I studied geography and studied yeah. urban planning, which is one reason why I love DC so much. Yeah. Because it's thought out. Yeah. Uh, with bike lanes, with focused on pedestrians. And this took a turn that you guys were completely bored with. But I, I, I'm genuinely intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's really cool. So, yeah. Do you have any other questions? I feel like I'm I mean, this is literally just, I mean, I just saw you turn up there. I'm like, what the heck? So, you know, honestly, they don't ever invite me unless you're here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah that's it. I, just, I need to come here more often, then, I don't I? I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know should make it a monthly thing. Kim here, I, just, he, I see him every game, and he's, you know, 
and never mentions that I should swing mine. If, uh, if someone can swing a, a weekly flight plan for me, I would I would come every single weekend, of course. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I mean, I I would love to love to be here more often. I mean, this like I said, third time since 2018 that I've been able to get here, and each time, it's been phenomenal. I love this city; it's so good. I mean, apart from the apart from this heat, I mean, I'm not used to this heat in the UK. We don't get it this hot or this humid. It's rare. Fact is, I lived here for about 10 years uh, before moving back to South Dakota around 2019, and. Three years on, like I come back here and I, I still know all the bus lines, all the metro. Like it's it's incredible just all the feelings that come back and like man, I just I love this city and this is just this is just a ter- cherry on top doing I this. Like a, I mean it's a, it's yeah. I grew up with about an hour and a half from me, right? So like this is yeah. the town coming to this is a, this is the club that I came to go watch at RFK. Yeah. And uh, we'd orange line it in every now and then. Sometimes we'd go a little bit early in tailgate. And then my sister moved to Capitol Hill. So then it okay. made like, life a little bit easier for us when we wanted to come into a game. Yeah. We'd pick her up, pick up stuff at Eastern Market. So the fact that, and I say that because everything is in the city. Yeah. Right? Like like I, the football team, which Washington football team. Wait, we're commanders. It's commanders, commanders now. Commanders. It's the yes. I apologize. Yeah. That was not a slight. I, I don't, I just don't like that experience because you don't, you don't get the city environment around it. You, it's not like an experience going to it. It's a bad experience, in my opinion, going to it because you gotta trek yeah. out to land, and it's just it's, it's not great. But you know, I always just grew up loving to come to DC, and yeah, um, I mean, you can see the Capitol from Audi Field, you can see yeah. the Capitol from uh, RFK, and so yeah, uh, it's, it's more than soccer. Yeah. That that is the thing. As someone who has been to, out of FedEx Field, it is about a walk from like the parking lot. To the same is probably waterfront to about where we're at right now. It is it is a jaunt. I've, I've, I've heard it's a bit of a, a bit oh of a track to get there. The yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to quickly shout out. We've actually got um, Emma, who is our Belgian uh, representative. Uh, she's just joined in on the show, just saying, "Hey guys." So, fun fact: Belgium. I was I did a trial at Bruges for two weeks. Oh, and what? Awesome. When did when did this happen? Oh no, we got okay. We gotta we gotta. No, no, we don't have time for that. So, <laughs> so uh, I was very naive. A twenty-one year old, twenty year old, twenty-one year old. Anyway, someone's like, someone told me they're like rude. I said, yeah. And they're like, okay. And I was like, yeah. Well, I, I have a trial over there, and the city. I mean, we could talk about the club. Yeah. It, yeah. We can talk about the club. Yeah, obviously, I didn't sign for them. But <laughs> really, the city was—I mean, goodness me, it was gorgeous. And really? I was there in January. Oh wow! It was freezing cold. And yeah, it was like yeah. six hours of daylight. So uh, I don't know where she's at in Belgium. Ustend uh, is where she's at. Okay. So um, she's a a good friend of Andy Nahar, um, oh, and she she was here last month. So yeah, Andy Nahar is he's he's an okay player. I've heard. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. Has, if if he gets in form, he might start a game. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, I, I uh, heard he has good potential. <laughs> oh wow! Um, I, I just in the comments said my mom's watching. So hello, mother. Mom, my mom. My mom. I oh, know. No, I said my mom. I love it. In in the north of England, it's we my mom. So oh no. Pick up the English accent. Yeah, I I apologize. Yeah. Anyway, Peppa Pig. Dude, I dig the uh, I dig the cherry blossom. Thank you. Yeah. This this these actually I were designed by myself. 
I, I made these um, and they are available on, um, there should be a link in the uh, description, but uh, bit.ly forward slash DCUK Cherry. You can actually pick up this one, which is fantastic. It's, Adidas needs any designers. I think they do, to be fair. That's a whole other conversation. Yes. I had, conversa- I had that conversation with Rory yesterday, uh, Rory Mieda, yeah. uh, which the bonus episode, if you've not seen that, came out this morning. So he's a very good dude. Yeah. yeah. So we've got two other interviews to uh, play on the show today. We've got uh, Sean, Sean Howe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I spoke to him yesterday and yeah. uh, Tony Alfaro. Oh, nice. Wait, yeah. he's going before the game? Um, I saw him okay. I saw him yesterday, oh, okay, gotcha. um, so gotcha. yeah, nice. we got a few questions in, and really good guy. Nice, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, 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 um, I should have come prepared for questions for you, but I didn't. I was just, I just got a call from Jimmy to say, come swing by. So yeah. And, yeah, yeah, why not? Absolutely. Nice to see you guys. Yeah, indeed. This is great. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, I don't need to go. Oh, oh yeah. you don't need to go? I, I, oh, I, I, oh, I, you're, not like, you're not like Dave, I, then. <laughs> you're, not, you're not royal, not that kind of royalty, then, like Dave. I don't know. Sorry, man. Probably you, you probably should. Thank you. Uh, Have a good one. Yeah. Absolutely appreciate the, uh, it. I'm glad they kicked the definitely because it is sweltering right now I, I am you know what hey here's the thing you get you get to get right in I don't even you're, you're sitting in the place for royalty I, I mean we've literally we've like I can quit we now, had, right? we've just had Dave Johnson come down and visit oh, and say hello this is incredible this is yeah. uh Wow. I mean, we probably I, should actually get on with the actual I, show now, shouldn't I was we? Sitting on the side there and I was like, this is great. I, I don't even need to be here. You're just, like, you're just watching nicely and intently. And I was just, like, this is great. Yeah. I, I mean, we've just had a few people coming and watching, which is awesome. Devin's just an this amazing is guy. going to be unreal, like, watching DC United broadcast from, from now. Because, like, literally, I will be seeing Devin and Dave on TV. And I'm like, I literally, I've, I've, I touched you, them. Wow, that's the uh, that, that's. Can you rephrase I that, shook please? Their hand. You shook I, their hands. Yes, I shook. We've their had hand. we've had we had a photo I, with I, Dave. I was I was within embracing distance of <laughs> of Devin. I I fully embraced Dave today. So like, yeah, I I mean, I have a wedding coming up in you do. three so weeks. I, uh, let me ask you this then. Well, no, what's no, more? No, let me ask and, you this. What's going to be better? Meeting oh, the, Dave we- jo- the wedding by far. Like, I know where you're going, but, like, seriously, <laughs> like, oh, well, this yeah. <laughs> whole span of time is unreal to me because yeah. I, I've i been a weird ball of emotion coming back to D.C. and, uh, <laughs> uh, here, take the mic, and I'm, I'm going to just... You're just going to sit back sit and relax a little. Right. Well, let's, let's actually get on with the actual proper let's, show, let's which... Uh, let me just get onto another page because this is uh, the guest guest DC who bit, um, and I need just need to get look the clues up. No, do you not look at my phone? Okay, I need I need I need to go onto Wikipedia because uh, that's where all the facts are. Yep. Oh, yep. It's still yep. Le- still left them left them on there. Fantastic. I did all my college papers. Right. Hang on. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> Emma's just said you're fangirling. I, I'm, <laughs> this is this is wild. Right. Let me get the graphic up on screen. Um, okay. There we go. I mean, obviously, the people who are here can't actually see this, but oh. um, for those at home, so th- this is the go- the dude, um, and we're gonna. I'm gonna give you some facts about him. Um, I'm not gonna give you many facts because it makes it that bit more difficult. Okay. Um, I think I already so, know who it is. So this guy um, was born in Argentina. He's small. Um, 
He's had two spells at DC United. Whilst, so he started his career off in Argentina. He then moved to DC United. Look at that. I'm not going to give... The, the, he's telling people to look it up in the audience. Come on. Um, so he's had two spells at DC United. And he played... I was going to do some quick maths here. 124 times scoring uh, 45 goals. Okay. He sounds relatively and he's a And he's a midfielder. Oh, man. I feel like I saw this name the other day. And... Mm. It's a tricky one, isn't it? it it's it's going to be a small Argentinian. It could be. Yeah. It could be a few people. Yep. So, any any initial thoughts? Do you want to say any initials Did out there? Did we ever have Maradona? Um, Did Maradona no. play for us? <laughs> Did we not have Maradona. <laughs> Although you know, I, I was like, you know, when Dave was talking about the the diplomat days, I was like, yeah, the Cruyff era. <laughs> yes. I mean, you were just like. I've got to get that one in there. I gotta get my knowledge in. I gotta be legit for this. <laughs> Honestly, you, you. I mean, you fangled hard with De Dev oh. there, but you fangled even harder with Dev. Thank I, God that wasn't on camera. I had. You, it was like, embarrassing. I had to center myself as he's walking up to the entrance. I mean, just whilst we're doing, I do apologize. There is a helicopter just there. Um, I mean, it's bright out here, so apologize for the noise if you hear it on. On camera, but on camera, on the mic. But anyway, what were you saying, Daniel? No, uh, it, we were out front because uh, Tom got the notification that like Dave was like five minutes out. Yeah, we walk out and like Dave is is coming in hot, like yeah, yeah, sprinting. He was, to be fair, he really was putting <laughs> the medal to the bell. I had to turn my back to him because like I was like hyperventilating. You were. My, my my man, my my best man Ray <laughs> over here was like, Dan, you gotta get yourself under control because like this is gonna be really embarrassing. I was like, okay, I've got it, I'm good, and I came in for a very normal handshake. It was it was incredibly normal, totally okay. How sweaty was it? I was the only time I was sweatier is when I was holding hands with Adrian right before I proposed to her. So pre pretty, sweaty, pretty sweaty then. Pretty sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're going to move on to uh, some some of the news and some of the talking points before we fangirl any harder right now. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously, this week is the last of the three-game week. Um, we've had it pretty rough the last seven days. Um, and it was... Who did we have last week? And I've lost track now. Um, so was, was that Houston last week? Or was that previous? No, the Houston was was the week prior. Then we had yes. Miami last. That was uh, in Miami, weekend. which was our first tie of the season. Two two. Here's the thing: there there are a lot of tea leaves that could be read about these these games, and I would say you need to read further into it because you have two teams that are incredibly attack oriented with. Campana coming in with uh, Miami, yeah. Castellanos with NYCFC. Those dudes are very slippery forwards, uh, and 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 for for a certain extent, uh, New York, you know, played a really nice kind of like uh, shadow striker or like kind of leading man who yeah. would draw in the defense. Pines, you know, Pines got caught in the wash, and in that first goal, uh, Castellanos came in, got a really brilliant header off an early cross, yeah. and 
You know, it just is what it is. You, New York played a very solid tactical game there. Yeah. Um, just before we move on to Tom's comments about the last week, um, if you've got any questions you want us to answer on the show, please do let us know, whether it's in the chat or anyone else around. We enjoy so the questions. We do enjoy the questions. If, this... if you need a beer recommendation, okay. uh Rogue Gumbaru West Coast India Pale Ale. I am not a pale ale fan. I love it. By any means. Yeah. Um, but this is this is really good, and I'm digging yeah. this. I mean, this one I've got is is Rogue as well, so yep. Rogue Brewery. Um, but this has got Dead Guy Ale. Okay. Um, uh, what's the strength on yours? Oh, um, it says 12 FLOZ. That's a fluid answer. Oh. <laughs> this is such a middle-aged man it says conversation. ALK and then a percentage. Uh, 6.8. Oh, we're on the same. Okay. And okay. Uh, Tom, what are you drinking? I am drinking a sour. Uh, Dogfish Ooh. Head, which is one of my favorite breweries. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what the content is, though, because they don't have it on the camera. Oh, come here. Come here. Pass it here. Yeah. All right. If you find it. Uh, James a pro. He's English. He yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I drink beer for a living. It is 4.9%. Well, huh. Weak. James, I, I I've just been question. heavily offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were talking. You were you were talking about how Americanized you are earlier. Yeah. So it's true. This is true. It is true. But so, fun fact. Um, I have to. I have to throw Ray under the bus for a second. But whoa, you, Ray, Ray's just he's, had, he's just shocked. Have you had any familiarity with the uh, Geico Gecko? Here in America, oh. and has anyone ever told you that you sound like him? What? <laughs> yes. What? Yes. No, and no yes. is the answer. For sure. For sure. Come on, come on, well, give us, give anyway, us a guy. Is, is it the accent or what is it? Yeah, it's the accent. Really? Wow. But it's funny because the, I need I need to watch the Geico adverts then. Well, you know, and, and the rationale I had was that um, you have, you know, you're you're a you're a Midlands guy, and I'm I not Midlands. Say, Don't swear at me. And, and I'm from the northeast. I w- I've just lost my accent a little bit. <laughs> Jeez. So I want to say you might you, as well call me a Sunderland fan. No, I, so the way I rationed, <laughs> they did. I'm absolutely that was an incredible fuming. Game. I'm fuming. I really didn't want them to get promoted. No. I was just like, oh, I already know what's going to happen. They're going to fail. Because that's what they've done for the past like three seasons. I mean, it's been a bit longer than that. They've yeah. been in free fall for a while. Yeah. but so, so my rationale is that, you know, in, in terms of the English dialect, I was like, you know, he's, he's probably kind of like us Midwesterners. Where like, unless you're from Michigan, you got that. Oh, oh, how, yeah, you betcha type of, type of thing going I actually, on. I actually explained this that, to friends the other day. That it might be so nondescript that it's like one of those general accents okay. that like can't, you can't put a button on it. Except for the fact that like the voice, I forget his name right now, but he's a character on EastEnders <laughs> and uh, he's from West London of all places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's many characters on EastEnders who have been in the show over the many years it's been on. So, so. How, how I explain this, so I have a friend named Johnny who's from Newcastle. Yep. Uh, and my roommate, Jose, was asking me, you know, how do they do the accents? Like, what is their West Virginia yep. accent? All you okay. need to do is you need to take... Oh, Jake Wood. <laughs> Jake Wood I, let's is, have a look. is the actor. Uh, um, actor, Jake. Oh, him. 
Wow. You think I sound like him? (laughs) If my wife is watching, just look up Jake Wood. You know exactly who we're on about. Okay, I need you to say this, James, real quick. Go on. Uh, 15 minutes can save you 15%. 15 minutes can save you 15%. Oh, oh. Let's do a contract. Right. Okay. So we've just uh, we've just had a, a few more comments coming in on the chat there, and um, my mom's going get them told. <laughs> get them told. Get them told. I'm from the north. Yeah, I'm okay. not from the Midlands. Yeah. So what you do is if you take England, right, and you turn it on its side, right, right, and then you put it from the east coast of America over. That is how the accents work. Oh, really? Yeah. So are you saying turn it on its side? So I'm the saying... more north you are, the more like Midwest you are. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Okay. Whereas, like, you're London, unless you're from, um, unless you're from like South London, then you're right. Like, you're you're from Philly. That's all I know. Everything I've learned from London is from a Guy Ritchie movie. So uh, lock, don't lock, don't, lock don't take that barrels. too seriously. Let's put it that way. You just see Top Boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different one. Right. And oh, we we have oh, we, we have. We have more people coming to join us. Ryan, who is a DCU member, oh, is just coming and joined Ryan, us. Of course, Brian is there. We, Frank is over here as well. Who is the fan of the match as well? No Red Bull, no Chelsea. Yeah. Brian, Brian is actually wearing his DCUK top as well, so that's awesome. And I just want to shout out to um, another James. There's many James over here, um, who is one of my work colleagues. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, this is... Oh, man. So, thank you, James, for actually tuning in and watching the show. Um, right. Anyway, actual podcast stuff, rather than talking about flipping accents. Here's the thing. I, I mean, look, I think... And, and this is what I love about our podcast is is that, you know, you, you can go straight on with the DC United, but I think what's, what's we need great tangents. about us, we got a little bit of jazz going on. We go... Jazz? We can jazz. go a little bit... I mean that's what that's what football jazz is, hands? right? It's jazz. Is it? Yes. Really? That's why I literally don't prepare. That's for literally <laughs> that's literally how John Cleese puts it is that football is jazz. And I think if you're going to have a proper football podcast, yeah. you got to you got to have a little yeah. bit of that little yeah, yeah. let's go left want, field, let's go right field. Uh, you want to have facts but you also want to have content. Exactly. So, uh, Davis just tweeted out. Um, oh. He tweeted he out a couple of Look at that. Oh, so I'm just oh going to put God. it up to the camera. Look at that. Oh, you can't see it. That's, that's check, that is check all Dave's of us. That's yeah, check, on, check Dave's uh, Twitter account, uh, which is at Dave J Sports. Um, what an absolute legend he is. Um, he came down, spoke to us what for about 10, 15 minutes, actually. Yeah. And he stuck around. I thought he was literally going to He was going to be a flyby, wasn't when he it? Told yeah. Me, he was like, I'm just going to come, like, say hi. Yeah. Yep. Great. And then, you know, he came into the Screaming Eagles tailgate. Yeah. Well, there, there was I met a, a lot of us. And it was... So I want to say there was a woman here who kind of grabbed him and brought him out here. And, and she's like a, I would say she's a bigger Dave Johnson super fan than I am. And she kind of. She was, yeah. She yeah. brought her, she brought him she, in. She didn't fung her like you did, though. Yeah. No, I, I hey. I but, to tell you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to, uh, you know bring up old wounds but I, i'm a dave Ariola or dave, dave Ariola. who's a, a i'm a i'm a paul i'm a paul Ariola guy i wear my heart on my sleeve and i never you know i can't hide how i feel we're, yeah. uh, we're holding tryouts for a new person on the podcast yeah by the way. Um, uh, guys who can actually get uh, <laughs> players names right anyway 
for shipping this guy back to South Dakota. <laughs> He's not a true DC guy. No, not at all. Oh. He's more of a DC guy than I am. <laughs> I mean, for if you're actually new to the show, Tommy, you were born in England, weren't you? Yeah, I was born right outside Manchester. Yeah, and you're, and you're a, a Manchester. You're, I, so you were born outside of Manchester. Yeah. So you're one of those Manchester United fans yeah. who actually aren't from Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. You really yeah. aren't doing the stereotype any good there, right? No. <laughs> Wait, so. I have so no shame. <laughs> so what is your actual, like, birth town? Um, that's around Sheffield. Sheffield? You're in Yorkshire, not Lancashire. <laughs> Just outside Manchester. Okay, it's kind of outside Manchester. It's a way outside how, Manchester. How are you not a Sabres man? Like, no, I could not do that to myself. What, what, what about Sheffield Wednesday or Sheffield United? Okay, yeah, that's all, true. Sheffield Wednesday? Absolutely not. Why not? Never. Sean Bean would be so mad at you Sean, saying Sean that. Sean Bean is neighbors with my mom's best friend. And no, really? What? He 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 did all the adverts for the previous company I used to work for, and I, I mean, he was probably chunky. I mean, it sounds like it was like, well, better. So I, the story, the story that my mom's best friend told told us was that he comes out in his robe, like holding what? A, yeah. What? I, he was holding what? He was holding a bottle or something, <laughs> and, and he used to like just be like constant. Yeah. He's, oh wow. He seems like a Bushmills man. Yeah. Uh it's in it's in, it's in uh Kensington. Um, oh man. Yeah, so it's a nice part of London. Yep. Um yep. and yeah, he just sort of goes around and then, you know, gets his head cut off in Game of Thrones. Wow. Yeah. It's right. a small world. It is. Yeah. That's right. that's my six degrees of separation. There you from, go. From, <laughs> from Jean Bean. I mean, isn't it? Isn't it actually six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon? I mean, I'm sure with Sean Bean in the mix, I'm, I'm, I, I think this is where I am right now. Yeah, fair. It is. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, absolutely. I mean, my six degrees of separation to Sean Bean is the fact that he, like I said, he did the adverts for the company I used to work for. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um. Anyway, DC United stuff. Yeah. Um, Finally, we probably should talk about actual soccer. I've got to say soccer now that I'm in America. Can't say the F word. Um, so, as we mentioned earlier, it's the last of the three-game week. Uh, we've gone into an international break. Um, but more recently, and especially today, um, Marco Echeverri gets inducted into the uh, National Hall of Fame, which is about bloody time. Yeah, that was a long time coming, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, El Diablo is a big reason why I am uh, incredibly disappointed that like, I wasn't in early... DC United supporter, but but right. to be fair, I was ten years old when DC United had their first kickoff. No <laughs> uh, but but I mean, you know, Freddie Adu, I remember yes uh, subscribing to Kids Illustrate or Kids Sports Illustrated, and I was just uh, say Kids Illustrated sounds like another yeah. kind of magazine. And we're not, and we're not going down that road. This is my la- I'm sorry, folks. This is my last episode of the DC United <laughs> podcast. Um. But yeah, no, Freddie Adu like was definitely the first time I became aware of yeah. MLS and uh, DC United. You know, but then you know, yeah, like US men's national team, like Kobe Jones, Alexi Lalas, like you know, yeah. definitely it, it's it's the hair, and I'm always and, a the, hair and, guy. The, and, and the beards. Well, and geez. I mean, and in terms of Alexi's uh, 
Well, if if we're talking about hair, (laughs) if if we're talking about hair, like uh, Marco definitely gets in the hair. Oh, yeah. Like that. Actually. Incredible. Um, So if you've watched the bonus episode this morning, um, if not, do do go and watch it. So I had Rory Maeda on. I interviewed him yesterday. He's gone the mullet route. Good. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I mean, we did talk about it before we we did the actual uh, interview. I know. I, I, I mean, I did say we're not in the eighties anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, yeah, business at the front, party at the back. He's in a position where it's like you want to have something defined that people are going to notice. Yeah. yeah, you definitely notice it. Yeah. And yeah. Here, here's the thing: if if you're an admin guy, like, yeah, you know, I mean, most people, I think, in that position, you kind of consider that. A little bit plain, a little bit, you know, uh, unknown. But I yeah. think, I think you, you know, Moeda, he's a guy who he's is a, le- he's, a to me, he's an absolute legend. He is DC United to the core, and yeah. I love everything about him. And yeah, I support it. Yeah, he's sure. he's an absolute great guy. So if you do get the opportunity to go and watch it, please do. Um, we had some great chats. We had the Audi Field roof was might have been mentioned. Well, no, no, finishing the roof. Uh, no, we. I mean, he mentioned the roof, and I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't talk about the roof. There's one rule of Outer Field Club, and we don't talk about the roof. Um, it's it's not that it's not completed; it's just just not finished. And we we put it on a positive spin. We talked about obviously the game today um, against Toronto. Obviously, the fact that they're on a bit of a bad streak at the moment. But we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but yeah, it's a really great interview. So please, if I'm, have you guys seen it yet? I have not. No. Watch it. Yeah, this is your last episode. Oh, <laughs> so if you want to come and join the DC United Kingdom podcast, please uh, send an email to me or drop me a message on uh, Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. Just say, "Ever need a guest?" Yeah. You'll <laughs> get called. You'll get called a guest for eight episodes. <laughs> My excuse is that I've I've had the entire like DC atmosphere like imported back into my brain and so like Honestly. it's one of those it's one of those things if you take too much at one time yeah. like it can it can melt yeah so that's but where how at. how awesome is it that all three of us are actually here at a screaming okay. eagles tailgate with an apps i mean you can't really see it on the camera because it's too bright but water behind us. There, there is water it, it we've got boats going past we've got the bridge in the background it is just what a day! What a time to be well, alive! And, and if memory serves me correctly, like DC General is just like right down the way there. So I imagine yeah. wherever that helicopter was, that was coming straight over there. Yeah, yeah. And f- and from my council days, I remember that was a big bugaboo about the fact that like helicopters were too loud. I mean, that was that was pretty loud. That is incredibly loud. Yeah. But yeah, going by the apartment complexes, people people are very bothered about yeah. that. Right. Moving on, moving on from helicopters um, to shipping plays abroad on helicopters. See, see what I've done there? That's good. A good segue. Um, international call-ups, obviously, we're coming into an international break where yep. we've got like three weeks between matches now. So they've got a bit of a bit of a break. Um, international call-ups, so Flores has been called up to Peru. Where he excels. I mean, <laughs> that's where he really plays well. That's his best team. Yeah. Uh, Estrada's been called up to the Ecuadorian uh, national team. Uh, taxis in the Greek team, which is no surprise at all yeah, after yeah. his form since he's joined the club. And in the provisional squads, uh, Brad Smith is in the Australian squad. Nice. 
Um, but gee, he's, they yeah, have a, they have a playoff coming up. Yeah, they really actually, yeah. And uh, Ola Kamara's in the Norwegian squad. I mean, he's not going to start when you've got Erling Haaland. <laughs> We're not speaking that anymore. <laughs> oh, what's, what, what's wrong about Haaland, uh, Tom? Is it is it because he's joined the best team in Manchester? Yes. Here's the thing. As an Arsenal fan, I, I you know, every season my default is like, yeah, I'm just happy for whoever else, you know, gets to <laughs> enjoy glory. Like I'm, I'm genuinely happy for Liverpool and or Manchester United. Fra- Frank, Frank is cheering because he is a Liverpool fan right yeah. now. Um, are they going to win the Champions League? We've got, we've got to hope so. Year is our year as an Ar- Arsenal fan. Are you, are you going to finish in the top four? Are Spurs going to Spurs it? I mean, here's the thing: Spurs have Norwich. Uh, unless they completely oh, lose their mind. Hang on, let's put it this way. Okay. Teams who generally are relegated have nothing to play for, so they tend to play better. Yeah. And, I, and, hey, here's the thing: if Norwich can gift us a Saint Totteringham's Day, I would be uh, elated. Uh, so, in terms of Spurs, how, I've not actually looked at the table recently. How far ahead of you in the table are they? So, here's the thing. They are uh, two points. It, they are two points ahead. What's the goal difference? Uh, now, this like, is... Uh, now this 14. Is... No, it's only 14. So, Arsenal has 14. Uh, Tottenham has 28. So, All right, okay. like, a tie is... Yeah, that's it, not going It's not going to work then. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I just thought I'd ask the question. No, that, that's fun. No. You just have to. You, oh yeah, you so have to make sure you, you don't. You, you don't get it. You're, you're, in the, you're in the ACL. You're in the Europa Europa Conference oh, League God. right now. I'm gonna have to go and watch games in Kazakhstan. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> have fun. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna love it. Yeah. And and you can't look. You know, no no hate to the to the refugees to anyone else. But here's the thing: we bring a lot of different soccer spice. To our show, yeah, yeah, and and this this is what you get with the DC United Kingdom podcast. This is great. Yeah, moving on. I'm going to move it swiftly on because you know we don't want it to be taking up everyone's time. We've, we've got a, we've got a stadium to get to, haven't we? Um, uh, to be fair, I've not had lunch yet. I had breakfast. Right, right, I, I, we're three ADHD guys. That's, that's. I mean, I'm not ADHD. You can keep that to yourself. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, obviously, today's game has been pushed back. Yep. Yes. Ugh. Thank God for that. Because it is a, a bit a, a bit warm. A bit warm, to say the least. I mean, it's, I, mean I, I want to say it's about 34 degrees Celsius, whatever that is in Fahrenheit. It is definitely not English. You're it's, very it's right, like Brian. I want to say it's a balmy 93. Oh, I'd say it's more than that. I think, I think, it's, about, I think it's 95, 96. As, as, look, this is a I mean, how cool would it actually be to be 96? Brain, but as someone who's been to Dubai... Oh, it's a 93. 93. There you See, go. I can, I can call it. Um, <sighs> and, and, you know, gosh, Dubai is like the hottest place I've ever been. And that, that cooks you. Yeah. You can't spend more than a minute outside. Otherwise, you are making big mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, the other thing I want... Back on to DC United. Yeah, back on to The only thing I want to touch on... Um, and I've noticed there's a guy who's got a Wolfsburg Paredes. football. Paredes was back in the DMV this week. Did you, uh, did you see me gasp when he walked by? I was like, oh, it's Paredes. It's a Paredes jersey. <laughs> yes, yeah. We knew, it would be amazing if he could have just, just sneak on the pitch. Snuck him in. Yeah. 
I mean, we, we've tried it before in, a, in the game against Atlanta back in 2019 yeah. uh, when we tried to sneak Knaus on the pitch, but that was picked up. <laughs> I mean, whoever didn't put him on the bench. We had a spare place for him on the bench as well, but we just didn't put him out there. So, you know. What, Knaus? Oh, Kevin. Wow. Okay. That's nuts. If you if you didn't hear that, Brian was just saying that uh, Kevin's been mentioned yeah, um, in a press conference. Yeah, as a future player. Yeah. So Berhalter is mentioned in Paredes as a future player for the U.S. Men's National Team, which he absolutely deserves. Yeah, I just wanted to play more for Wolfsburg. Like I wanted to get Yeah. I mean, we we've obviously talked about it in the DCUK chat about. Yeah. <laughs> It, I think we were all agreed that it is just a, it was a season too soon for him to go. Yeah. Or if he's going to move, we should have got a loan back for this for the year because yeah. at the moment he's being wasted and he needs that game time to develop properly. I'm of a different mind. I think if you are taking a kid from Virginia and putting him into a uh, you know Bundesliga top club. Uh, I think having him there to sort of get ingratiated into the culture, yep. uh, get into the, because I think Wolfsburg sees a ton of potential in him. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. And, and I think you you want a kid like that, teach him German, get him into the culture, get him yep. set into whichever clique exists in the team where he can fit in. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. Um, whether there's a loan spell in the future, I would be more oh, than happy for that. I would but, love that. Um, yeah, it's it's super important for a kid at that age to get you know put into the to the club. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I I don't subscribe to that that uh, season too early thing. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I I mean for me, yeah, you're right, getting into the culture and everything. But it, as a player, as a person who want who should be developing at his young age, he needs to be having games. He's at that age where he needs yeah. that game time to develop. Right. So. We're also a bit biased. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Oh, thank, you, arm killing it? thank you, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I was like, oh, I should probably hold this for a bit. I mean, all you need to do is just rest your elbow on your we leg. We don't have arms that fit. Oh, just, yeah, I sorry. Got a, I got a situation going Giant. on. Giant. I've done this. I've done this for a long time now. I, 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 I did a full season freehand. Yeah, you did. I actually did a full That's season absurd. freehand with this microphone. <laughs> Anyway, it's um, heavy on, on Paredes. Um, I would say the one thing that was good about him being over there early yeah. is that he's got John Brooks there. Yes. Yeah, so he has got someone yeah. to relate he's, to. He's got he? someone that can take him under the way and yeah. be like. But John Brooks is moving. Yeah, that, that which is, is probably why he's good. That's what. That's why he's not in the U.S. Men's National Team. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the that's the official line. Yes, the official, official line. line. But um, at least you got that chance to be with them for yeah. a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. Shall we? I mean, unfortunately, we've come to the time of the show where we need to talk about the last game. I'm good. I'm fine yeah. with it. Okay. Right. So midweek. I think I think a lot of people have come across about the fact that it's um, we played well um, against New York yeah. City and we were just unlucky, especially in the first half where we yeah. hit the post twice. Um, some Brad Smith, man, he had a game. I want to say between him and Jafal, ja- they had a heck of a connection going on. Yeah, Jafal that is amazing. Incredible. I've been a big fan of Jafal this season, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, Those Frenchmen know how to long ball. They really yeah. do. I just spoke with um, Sean, who we will see the interview in, in a short 
a short while, uh, we talked about actually what is the process behind picking players from the Super Draft. And you get to know a little bit more about that. And Jafar was actually one of the top players on our list. It's just the fact that he was takes up an international slot, which is so valuable right now. Yeah. It's the fact that he was so low down. So absolutely, he was on our radar. And it was great to sign him. But going on sort of the stats about that game, um, I normally bring it up on screen, but I'm not going to do it because I forgot. Um, I love it. I mean... <laughs> I've had more important things to do re- yeah. over these last you've, few you've days. Had a, you've had a busy few days. I've had a busy few days, yeah. Flying thousands of miles, interviewing play- people. I mean, my 15-minute my Uber was pretty pretty rough. I got I to gotta be honest. I'll tell you about it later, though. Yeah. I sprint walked on, on the way here. Like, I, ha- I had to rush Ray during his bathroom break. I was like, dude, we got to go now. You just got to go. Now. When you got to go, you got to go. And then I'm, like, walking here. I'm like using I'm using my scarf like you know how how you're like on a an elliptical I'm like going like it helps man it helps it really did <laughs> so in terms of the uh, previous game I'm just reading off my phone here so obviously we got beat two 0 possession wise it was 44.3 to fifty five point seven possession yeah. in New York City's favor shots eight to twelve uh, on target we did not hit the target at all. Yeah. Which is, I mean, yes, we hit the post twice. Post, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had two offsides to their zero. Uh, we committed 14 fouls to their 11, so pretty even on that side. And in terms of expected goals, it was 0. 0.6 to 1.7. And I, when I met up with uh, James Lambert last night, um, we were talking to, in the car. Um, the Kamara, so the Brad Smith um, attempt, yep. Kamara had a much more golden opportunity to actually put that in there, really which. Did. Yes. Because he didn't actually do anything with it. It doesn't count towards the XG. Yep. So, in essence, the XG is slightly flawed in that aspect because it only counts from actual attempts on goal and whatever. But we should... I mean, it was one of those games where at halftime, no matter what the scoreline was, you wouldn't have been surprised by it, would you? Yeah. So, um, what? what's the thought... I mean, I only saw the highlights, so I've got a very limited view on what happened obviously i saw the two things off post and obviously saw some of the other things that happened in the second half the fact that they sat deep but um for you guys what what was your take from it i i so maybe you and i might might say that more or less the same thing what you had with uh new york city was was very much like a, a Mourinho style compact control the yep. middle type of style park the bus it, it they parked the bus and completely uh, there there was no way that dc could truly get in there and and i will say that dc is the team that they try to work the middle yeah and in, in terms of just like they they kind of unlocked the secret to how to stop dc is i think it's it's work the middle get into the box and eventually yeah. like Find that target man, or maybe get it get it into a poacher who can, um, you know, get the ball kind of in that traffic. Yeah. Uh, there is also just the fact that like DC also has a pretty strong counter. I think what you're seeing with Jafal is he is a long ball specialist. Yeah. And we did get New York on a few of those uh, situations. The the trouble I see is we have to. It has to be a shoot on sight type of situation yeah yeah yeah. if there's a team that sits back you have to shoot on site 
You have to find early crosses, and you just have to take the initiative. Uh, with DC, the the other issue is that we we are an organized team that, like, if everyone gets in the proper position, they can mark their man and they can close it down. Apart the, from set pieces. Uh, apart from set pieces. <laughs> but if we get caught in transition, which what what happened with the Castellanos goal, uh, Pines got caught in the wash. Whatever guy he was marking, he was not supposed to be marking him. And he and Birnbaum really got stuck together. And uh, Castellanos came in, got the easy header off the cross. And, I yeah. mean, look, uh, yeah, that that was, just, that was just bound to happen. Absolutely. Tom, yeah. over to you now. Well, I think Daniel basically hit it on the head. I think my main point of it is that we were just looking for a perfect goal. Yeah. yeah. We were just looking for it to just be perfect in every which way when sometimes you really just got to go and you just got to hit it. Yep. You just got to go for the chances. You never know what could happen. Could deflect, you know, could have a worldie. We've seen some of those before. Yes. So, you know, it just, it just wasn't our game, but I'm expecting a better show today. But what you also got to remember is we played a a weekend side as well. And the fact that we, that was a B plus squad. Yeah. And New York city didn't, and they were a championship-winning yeah. team. And the fact that we actually created quite a lot of chances against yeah. a championship-winning team was not our main eleven. We've got to take some pride from that. Yes, we got beat. But the fact that we were able to do something, and we were so close on two occasions, yeah. just off the post, yeah, we've got to take something out of that. The other thing, but, you know, to, to that effect, you have to say that, like, hey, Teams have difficulty winning on the road in MLS. And the yes. fact that, that that happened at Audi Field, that, that's also a credit to New York and how good they are. I mean, let's put it, I mean, New York to DC isn't, and compared to other teams in MLS, it's not the biggest road trip. No. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll do We'll put that on. I, I, we'll caveat with that. It's the fact that New York had an actual soccer field to play on that, that really helped them. <laughs> Again, that was that was mentioned in the Roman Meade episode. Uh, the interview. <laughs> we talked about stadiums and the fact that New York City did not. Again, again, DC. You know the the fact that I brought up Bale weeks before that announcement happened. Yeah. And then I am mirroring what Moyeta is saying. I'm just saying I I am employed but available. Yeah. And I will just leave it at that. Well, I, I know a guy who uh, works in the scouting team now. Oh. Okay. So yeah, you know, you do. I do, um, and I know he's not related to Eddie Howe, oh. even though they're both from the South Coast. They obviously have the same surname. They both look so alike. You, you want? To say but they're that, not related. That's like a Hark situation. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Oh, I right. I'm on a roll now. I think we're I'm on a roll. I'm thinking I'm bringing I'm I'm bringing it back. You I'm, might you I'm might get saved for the next episode myself. now. You might come on for one more episode now. Nice. Yeah. Right. Moving on to today's game um, against Toronto FC. Um, some things that are about this game. It is it's military appreciation night. Yeah. Where I think it's the first five thousand fans who get there uh, pick up a military captain's armband, which is quite cool. So we probably should go over there fairly soon and get. Shout out to the South Dakota National Guard. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's that's who I support. 
Shout out to the Navy, Ray, Navy man over here. Okay, there Hell you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, moving on from military. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to... Yeah, we are. I don't, I don't know how to go on it because I'm from the UK, so I don't know what the etiquette is. But... It, to, a, to a certain degree, you could say these kind of look like poppies. I mean, if you turned them red, it would it would be very on point sure. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to the UK military. Yeah, the Army, the Royal Navy. Yeah. Um, Do you guys sell the Marines from us? Do we? Yeah. Good, whatever. Ours are better. Are we doing first? Oh, we're gonna move on. Move on from that. Very quickly. Yeah, very, very quickly. <laughs> anyway, uh, DC's current form. We've lost six in the last nine matches, which is pretty brutal. Um, after the start where we won the first two games, it's not really been that good since then. Wow! What? The biggest bug. A bug? That was a bug. No, that's not a bug. That was a lizard. Oh, that's a lizard. lizard. A that's a lizard. lizard. He's from South Dakota. He never sees them. <laughs> we, 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 we have a lizard in the building. I should, I should say, not in the building, outside the building, on the deck. Yeah. Um, sorry. That yep. was Thank weird. You, um, form. Yeah, form. Whatever. DC, look, this is a team full of, full of pee and vinegar. Sorry, what, full of what? Say, I'm not going to say the other one. This is this is a, this is this is a Midwesternism right here. Okay. Uh, just just take the foul version of urine, however you say that, and then okay, add all right, okay, yeah, fair enough. This is this is this is what DC is, and I think you know, reviewing uh, what I'm going to be talking about in the uh, DC 101 yeah. uh, segment today is that DC is a physical team. They're a hard nosed team, and look, you can't. You can't always take what the form line is telling you, whether yeah. it wins, losses, or draws, or whatever. This is a team that fights for every single game, and this is going to be – I don't think you can ever count this team out. Yeah, absolutely. And then moving on to our opposition's form, uh, Toronto, who've uh, currently lost the last five straight matches, which is their fourth longest streak. And on top of that, they've not kept a clean sheet in the last 20 matches – and on top of that, absurd. Only one clean sheet in the last forty-two. Forty-two, which is a stretch which is goes back to like May of last year. Yeah, it's insane. That's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. So, Tom, how many goals are we going to score today? Uh, it's going to be a three-no win. Sweet. Uh, the the vibes are too good today. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much positivity out yeah, today. Yeah, the vibes are too good. I want to also ask you this one. So, Ola Kamara. Uh, Gola Kamara, the hype train. Um, he scored uh, six goals against Toronto, which is one of the uh, teams that he scored the most goals against, uh, apart from uh, Montreal and one other team. Um, and four of those goals have come whilst he's played for DC United. Interesting. So how many goals is he going to get today? I I have I have a weird feeling that we're going to keep rowing on uh, the taxi. Yeah. A taxi, a taxi, taxi, so taxi. What taxi. would that be, six and six? Uh, six five and, and five. Five and five? Yeah. Currently, right? Currently, yeah. Yep. And he's right. got two assists. So let's say taxi goal, Kamara goal, a taxi assist, and I don't know, Brad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, you know who I, I want to see, Scott? Gressel. I want to yeah, see him get a goal. But he's the guy who makes them. It's true. But how sweet would it be if he actually, he's rather than make one, actually took one from himself. Like hit a free kick? No, okay. no, one-on-one situation, which he seems to miss all the time at the moment. Yeah. I, I So I'm going to, I'm going to, 
jump in real quick, and maybe maybe this is what I need to do uh, from now on with with players that are on the outs. But I got I gotta I gotta say that uh, Flores, yeah, you gotta score today. If you He's don't got, score today, well, not not because I, I am at a state <laughs> where I am five thousand percent done. Oh no, it's gone the Ola Kamara route with Flores. Well, uh, let's put it this way: and, the last time Daniel was five thousand percent sure about anything, he was five thousand percent wrong, and Ola Kamara became almost a top scorer in MLS last season. So. If the same happens so, again, I'm we'll take saying, it. Flores, I am sitting at about 4,999% done with you right now. Yeah, you're not quite five yet. So this is this is the shot right here. You know, if, if he ends up on the starting sheet. Which he will. Uh, you know, I he's I, I want him. Yeah. I, I genuinely, I've, I've been critical of him. But I yeah, genuinely yeah. want Flores to make his his mark on this yeah. team. I think everyone wants that. I don't think yeah. anyone would disagree with that. We all want Flores to do well, and it's just been the case that so many times he's. And I think he, the bit is he's too slow. He's too slow on the ball. He I likes don't that think pace. So. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a it, well, and it's the fact that I don't know what it is. Is that I think he's expecting someone to be somewhere when they're not. You see it at least twice a game yeah. where he he passes the ball into open space and there's no one there. Yeah. Yeah, I think the big one for me was when uh, when you're when one of your designated players gets put on the bench. Yeah. In exchange for a 17-year-old kid. Yes. And he completely outclasses him in that entire game. Yeah. yeah. Just play with heart, just like yeah, throw yeah. right in. So I mean for me, Edison needs to He needs to book his ideas yeah. up, yeah. It's now it's now enough for me. Yeah. Um we've had a question about today's game uh, okay. from Cameron. Uh, so thank you for sending this in is do we think Bill Hamid will start? Yes. Yeah. 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 He um, said match day. Yeah, he did say match day. To, uh, which doesn't, which doesn't promise he's starting. But no, no. But I would say he probably is. The fact that he's getting, getting, get himself out there yeah. usually means he's involved. So yeah, I mean he was rested midweek, like uh, quite a few players, and I think that's because it has been a three-game week. We've had this. Obviously, would have had notice about the heat wave about this weekend, so you would have rested your key players, which is a bit weird against a championship team. But there we go. Who who was the West wrestler who was part of the Wyatt brothers? Who would be he would tweet out it's it's Wednesday night. You know what that means? Uh, well, it's first of all, it's uh, John Jim Ross. He does that. He okay, does that at the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. he goes it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. But who was the wrestler who would tweet that uh, every time? I think I I think he died. He did. Oh wow. Um, it was. Wasn't his real name like Lee or something? I'm sorry, I've Brody Lee. Bro, yes, Brody yeah, yeah. Lee. Uh, he, he, no, Bill Hamid. He called it. It's match day. You know what that means? Yeah. He's big. He's green. His name is Bill Hamid. Yeah, he's all, he's bringing it. Yeah, I mean that that didn't rhyme at all. <laughs> I, I I give it a ten out of ten for the attempt. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to try that one again? Well, no, that's, no, that's you're sticking I'm, with it. You're sticking with it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I've just had a notification on my phone to say that the game kicks off in one minute. 
I think my phone's forgot to update the time. Yes. I was like, we've been here till 6.30. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> but uh, we are now an hour into the social. Thank, thank you if you're still watching. Um, and I thank you to the guys who actually oh, stood out, okay. stood up here okay. watching. Um, if you get there, just tell me. All right, all right. So uh, the only thing about... Uh, about to, they've got uh, three DPs, one who actually hasn't permanently signed yet, which is Lorenzo Insigne, which... I'm glad we don't have to face yeah, him this year. That yeah, with that, we're thankful for that. Uh, Pozuelo, um, he's, he's, a, he's nice. a very good player. Yeah. And they've got a DP defender, which it doesn't happen often in this league. No. And Carlos Salcedo. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, the big thing about this year, which you spoke about uh, in MLS 101, which is the under 22 initiative, yep. um, they don't have anyone. No. They're, yeah. Weird. So they're a bit of an agent squad. Okay. So, Fair. yeah. Um, so, Still, I want it. Still winning three 0 Oh yeah, so you're you're going three 0 Yeah. Daniel, what is your prediction? I want to say a brace for both Ola and Taxi. So four. 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 Nice. What does it absolute route? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. The, the DC has had look. It's a weird thing. They're in a weird spot, and this is the thing when you're talking about soccer, and the way the way the ball rolls. Yeah. Is if you read bet- between the lines. If you read soccer the way it's meant to be read, you can see that score lines never tell the full story no, of no. how the match went. No, 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 it's all. And, and this is a squad that when they get on the counter with Jafal and the absolute sniper that he is, yeah. and the speed that you have with Gresso on the right, Smith on the left, it's going to be lights out. Yeah. This, is, this is going to be a bloodbath. I mean, I would, I would love to have, like it was last season, I have a 7-1. Oh, that would be incredible. That would be amazing. I, I, I don't know if we're at that level because, I mean, Armas. We weren't last year. It, it, look, look, they don't have Armas, so that is at least an upgrade <laughs> in that department. I just remember that. I have Armas. <laughs> you have Armas. He's gone, he's gone as of tomorrow, thank God. True. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I mean, Armas is just a woeful manager. Being s- sacked the day after playing DC United twice is yes. just—it's not a good record to have. Wow. It is awesome. Um, so you're going for a four 0 Yep. I would love a seven-one. Hey. Um, seven-one. Seven-one. We're going to get a seven-one again. Um, I'm drinking uh, uh, something six point eight percent. Look, if, it, if it's seven-one, I would love to have Burn Bomb. Get a nice cheeky header off off a set piece. He is uh, leading in the in the head head of duels. I, I want goal too. I mean, I, I want to. He goal. I want to see BHI <laughs> do his best. Uh, David Silva or no, David uh, Luiz impression. Yeah, yeah. And, and do a well, like a, he did to the, against New York City. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, about a twenty yard strike outside the box. Yeah. I want to see that. Oh, Lizard's here. So. so this is this is where I'm at. I want I want Lizards joined us. I want I want every single player on that starting eleven to at least get some <laughs> sort of look on goal. I'm not saying everyone scores, but I want every single player. I want Bill Hamid at some point to get in the box and you, get you, you, the mic. <laughs> you the mic. <laughs> and, and have a no. shot at it. That's no. that's where I'm at. Yeah. I want him to do a Tim Howard. I want him to do a Tim Howard. Box to box goal. James, please move the song quick. Yeah, right. This anyway, where I'm at. Daniel. Right. Daniel. Yeah. Yep. Right. 
I'm going to just move to the que- to the comments in the uh, yeah, that. Yes. Yep. So we've had a um, Cameron just saying seven one flashbacks, and we've also had um, a Muller Grouse just saying two one DC. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Brian. Brian. What's the score going to be? Two 0 Okay. Frank, who is fan of the match? Come on two in. Two 0 He had on. Two. So. Hello. What, what are you going with? Two zero taxi with a brace. Two. There you go. That that is from tonight's final of the match. Um, and we're going for another two. So two nil in the crowd here. My best man giving the two nil. Two nils. Right. I, I'm just gonna move on to one of the interviews, which means we get to have a little break, which means we can actually go and get a drink. Real bad right now. So we're gonna actually go on to um, the interview that I'd done earlier on um, in the week. I was lucky enough to spend a bit of time at Audi Field, and I got to speak to uh, Sean Howe. So we're going to actually just play the Sean Howe interview. So we'll we'll be back in about 20 minutes, um, and you guys out there, enjoy. Welcome to the show, Sean. Great to see you. Um, First face-to-face interview that I've ever done, so thank you for taking the time out to come on. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, Doing great, doing great. Season's well on the way, so this is the yeah. This is the ball to be Well, so I suppose it's a bit of a PC period, but then next month is a bit quiet, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you get the three-game week this week, and then you go into the international break. You know, in a couple of weeks, you get two weeks. You know, players. We have obviously got some players going away for that, but yep. um, yeah, a little bit of a rest period, uh, certainly for some of the staff. Uh, but the, the boys will keep going. The boys will keep. Training, yes. And, uh, We'll keep preparing. Absolutely. Um, so for those who are out there who don't know Sean, just tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, so grew up in England. Um, you know, football's been my life for a long time. Um, from Portsmouth in England, which is the south coast. Uh, grew up there for 17 years. Uh, made the move to to the US at 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was a, it was a young a, a young time to transition, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, my, my parents weren't overly keen on it. <laughs> Certainly, the, the, the mother would like to keep me keep me there for a little bit longer. But yeah, no, it, it was a it was an opportunity I couldn't really turn down to come over, get an education. Uh, kind of fell out of love with football a little bit. Uh, All right, uh, okay. Just just the process of, of youth football. You, yeah, you know, just the the ups and downs. That you're not good enough. You you know you'll never make it. That type of stuff. Yeah. So kind of fell out of love with it, but but knew that. You know, I still wanted to keep playing, but yeah. education was a, was a big thing, and an opportunity to come out to the US and do that, play college. You know, yeah. I did that, so took that opportunity, and um, yeah, sort of loved it ever since. I've been in, I was in Georgia for fourteen years. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so so played in Georgia, yep. um, and then you know when when Atlanta came about, um, you know made the transition into into Atlanta um, into the MLS club. So yeah. My, my biggest background is coaching. I always loved coaching. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I transitioned out of, out of the, the playing into coaching and, and loved that more than playing, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, building the relationships with the, with, the, with the young players, development of the players, it was, it was what I loved and enjoyed to do. So I did that for a long time. That's very cool. So what made you then go into scouting? So the transition into scouting, it, it kind of came about, it, it was a little bit of a... Um, whirlwind to be honest with you because I was really enjoying coaching I was really enjoying the development of players and I got all my coaching badges and I kind of reached that point of okay now I'm ready to go and try my luck in, in sort of the pro game you know take the next step yeah 
But then uh, this, this job came about with Atlanta United, um, and it was a, a scouting role that, that was, you know, sort of a, kind of a, an entry-level role. Um, yeah. And uh, actually the first person I met was Lucy Rushton. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so, you know, we, we kind of hit it off straight from the, from the get-go, you know, went through the process there. And um, it wasn't something I was particularly looking to get into. It was always something of interest, okay. but it wasn't something I was like, I want to be a scout. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, I started that process with, with Atlanta, with Lucy, learned an incredible amount in, in such a short period and um, yeah, never looked back since really. Yeah. It's been a really great experience and, and it's something I can't see myself not doing anymore. Nice. You know what I mean? That's very cool. So how, when did you start doing the scouting career then? How so, long ago was it? So I was always doing a little bit of scouting at the youth level when I was coaching yeah. because we were always looking to bring in players into your team, improve your team. Yeah. So it was always at a, you know, from a, a 10-year-old to an 18-year-old. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I kind of had a, had a bit of background in that already. And, you know, you know Atlanta United at the time, they were looking to bring in yeah. young players and develop them. So yeah. it was kind of a nice transition. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the scouting piece of it was always there and I always had a little bit of experience from it and, yep. and again the, the relationships with the coaching was just you know yeah that's cool so take me through a day in the life of the director of scouting of DC United it's a busy one yeah it's a busy one yeah um, you know we're, we're a small staff we're you know we're, we're a very homey club yeah um, you know between myself Lucy Rushton Stuart Mears and, and Dave Casper we kind of attack it all together um, so you know it Honestly, it's a lot of watching players. It's a lot of yeah. watching games. Um, it's a lot of making contact with with our contacts, our, our people that that help us in a way that you know kind of feed us information about players and, mm. and, and so on and so forth. And so it's a lot of information collecting. Um, yeah. You know, it's a lot of spending some time on the on the internet. You know, yeah. Who's unhappy? <laughs> um, you know, going through the rumor mills and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? It's also you know in the day you're also communicating with our own players. Yeah. How are they feeling? You know, seeing the relationships between different players within our own squad. Um, when I first got here, I was doing a lot of travelling with the team. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to do that because I wanted to see the relationships between the players. Yeah. I wanted to see how we as DC United travelled. Uh, yep. what it required to be a DC United player on the road um, you know I was seeing it at home but what did it mean on the road yeah. you know what were our processes and you know you, you see a lot when you go away to these different countries some, some cultures and countries don't quite fit in yeah. it's just the reality of it and, yeah. you know some personalities don't fit in our locker room um, and so I wanted to find that out yeah. um, and I thought that was a, a big piece of it so you know did, did a lot of that when I first came in travelled and, and so a lot of my time when I first got here was figuring that out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of watching, a lot of, uh, it's a lot of communication with scouts and, uh, you know, other scouts and just, yeah. Yeah. So when you go through sort of identifying players to potentially bring into the club, what's that process like? It, because obviously there's, a, there's thousands of players out there. So how do you narrow it down to that two or three where you go, we're going to put a bid in for that player? There are thousands of players, and this is this is the difficult part. And you know, I think what's helping us now is the the data collection yeah. and the way that, that football is going or soccer is going. 
You're yeah. fine. You can you can say football with okay. me. It's okay. We're both English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way that football is going is is heavily driven with with data. Um, yeah. You know, we we have a data scientist here who's been absolutely fabulous. Um, okay. Recent recent hire. Not yeah. Too long, um, and he's been a tremendous help for me. Yeah. Um, from an identification standpoint, you know, a lot of the identification for myself was watching, going and watching tournaments, you know, yeah. the U20 Libertadores and, you know, the U17 European Championship, these types of tournaments where you find a lot of games, a lot of players. Yeah. Um, that being said, the data is, again, heavily driven. We're picking out profiles that we like, that yeah. we feel could fit in our team. Um, and then we, we use that in, in terms of data to, to pick up some others to then go and watch. Yeah. Um, so it saves myself a lot of time, saves Stu a lot of time, saves Lucy a lot of time. We all have other things we need to do. Yeah. Um, so the, the data is, is heavy for us at the moment. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when you're talking about narrowing down, we look at our team. Yeah. We look at our team and we say, where are we strong? Where do we want to use our money this next year? You know, yeah. where are our contracts? You know, we want to try and be smart in that regard. Yeah. So MLS is very heavy in, in spending the money in the front three or, or yes. front four. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've taken a little bit of a different approach this year. And I think Lucy, Lucy Russian has touched on it um, in the sense of, you know, we, we spent some money at left wing back and, and at right wing back. We've, we've got yeah. some investment there. So, yeah. you know, we, we believe in that, in that, that style, that, that philosophy. So we're going we're gonna to push forward with that. Um, and so, you know, when, when we were looking at that and, and when we were going through the things with Kevin, it was, who's our next guy? It was, yeah. You know, we, we tried to prepare in that manner. Yeah. So whose decision was it then to bring in Taxi that little bit earlier? Well, I think it's just, uh, it was a no-brainer for us. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. it's, it's been an absolute brilliant start for him. Yes. Um, but who's the, who's the person who ultimately makes that decision to do that? So I think ultimately everybody always wanted him from January. Yeah. Um, and we we were pushing to have him from January. Obviously, the negotiations between the clubs is always the difficult yeah. part, right? Yep. They wanted to keep him. They were still in Europe. You know, it was a, it was a very difficult. One. Ultimately, the decision is is between the four of us. Like I said, is yeah. do do we want him now? Yeah, we want him now. Yeah. Um, I think obviously then you, you know we take it to the owners and say. We'd love to have this player now. Yeah. Um, and and so I guess ultimately the decision is the owners. Um, yeah. You know, to can we make this happen? And if they're willing to do that, and thankfully they did. Yes. And uh, you know he's he's lit on fire since he's since he's got here. Hopefully yeah. we can continue that and um, bring some pieces in to to help him. Yeah, I think I don't think he's missed a team of the week in the game that he started yet. Right. He's just been absolutely phenomenal. I know the fans out there absolutely love him, and it's just been. He's been one of the, the best signers that we've had. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on things like the Super Draft um, because that's something that we just don't get over in Europe or pretty much anywhere else in the world. Right. So were you or do you get heavily involved in looking at the players from that side or what, what's the process on that one? Yeah, so to be honest, I, I kind of come in at the later stages. Um, yeah. and, and given that we have Laval in the USL, yep. often the path is from college we want to put them in there yeah. and that, that goes across MLS. Um, so what ends up happening here is, is you know, we've got Ryan Martin, head coach of Loudoun. Yep. He's heavily involved from the, from the very start. Okay. Uh, Stuart Mayer's heavily involved from the, from the very start. Yep. We obviously have our contacts around the whole of college, you know, with coaches. So yep. we lean on them a lot heavily. Um, but the process never stops with that. Okay. Um, we're lucky to have Georgetown, Virginia, you know, Maryland, we've got some of the yes. best, 
best teams in, in college right around us. So we're, we're very lucky in that. But yeah. we lean heavily on, on the USL guys. Um, we've got some assistant coaches that chip in as well. Yeah. We get to a point where, you know, we're a few months out and we want to really nail down, okay, positionally, what might Loudon need? Mm. And then also, who are just the best talents? Um, yeah. So I think, you know, this past year, it was a great process in the sense of we, we nailed it down to, look, here's the best players. Let's all watch them. Yep. So every single one of us watch these players. Wow, and we okay. we come together and yeah. we say, right, who's your top? And then we, all, we, you know, we sit for two hours and have a discussion on players okay. in terms of what do they bring? What do they have? What do they not have? You know, are they a DC player in the future? Are they not? Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of it comes down to that sort of strategy as well. Um, I think from a, from a draft standpoint this year, I think we did very, very well. I think yeah. we couldn't have hoped for a better result in that. Um, we, were, we were lucky in one sense, but we also knew who we wanted. Um, and we got yeah. who we wanted, yeah. and we also got some cash. So. <laughs> yes, that's never a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so, in my head, I was always thinking about um, Sofian Jafal, who's yeah. just, again, he's, for me, other than Taxi, he's been the signing of the season. Because yeah. when he's come on, he, he's just got a great engine. His range of passing, I've just been so impressed with. He can just literally find anyone on the pitch. Yeah, it's just so brilliant. This is a difficult thing of, of the draft, and this is what's been happening in, you know, the trend within the MLS and the draft recently is mm. the internationals get left. Yeah. because it's so valuable now yeah. um, and obviously with the youth initiative coming in international spots are used there yeah. um, we think a little bit differently here um, and we thought a little bit differently in the sense of well if we can hold a spot you know yeah. we believe in Jafar we believe that he's got some you know Sophie we call him okay fair yep. yeah we, yep. we believe that he's got a, a real talent um, one of the things surrounding him was always you know as the, the talk of the town was does he have enough athleticism to, to be the to be the okay. player? Yeah, you know, I think for us, you know, we watched him and we, you know, we did our research and yeah. we felt, yeah, he does. Let's get him in preseason with the, with the first team. Yeah. Um, we loved his range of passing. We loved how he saw the game. His his, his um, speed of thought, and uh, honestly, he's just adapted incredibly well. And I think you get that from a player who's come from a, a European club. Yeah. You know, gone through the system here in college, yep. and his levels never dropped. And his attitude has been second to none, and he deserves every every bit of credit he's getting at the moment. Yeah. You know, he's man of the match the other night. Um, he's just the incredible pass of the ball, and he complements what we already have. Yeah. Um, which you know is nothing but a plus, and exactly. a credit to him. Yeah, absolutely. So moving away from sort of talent identification, moving on to match analysis, and obviously our upcoming opponents, who's kind of the go-to guy for doing things like that who provides those match reports to Chad Ashton and gets all that data gathered yeah I mean it's the complete coaching stuff okay um, yeah so Freddie Briant's obviously come on yeah um, recently Sam Marich and, uh, is, is obviously our, our data guy um, sorry not our data guy but does the video analysis yep. and Lewis Guevara as well so between the two of those Chad is obviously heavily involved he did that before um, yep. under previous management and has been doing it for a very long time so yeah we're in good hands in that in that aspect in breaking down breaking down our positions. You know, I'm in the locker room before the game, and, and you know I see the game plan, and which helps me obviously yeah. um, in what I want to do. But they go into great detail, um, and yeah. we, we really we really do a great job, and, and our coaching staff really do a great job of, of breaking down opponents. Um, 
throughout the week they're in that video room that we have at the training ground yeah. non-stop individual players you know Lewis and Sam are both individually talking with the players obviously Nico Frutos is, has been a big part of that as well yep. um, every single one of those um, coaching staff is talking with a player in regards to the next game or yep. even perhaps the previous game Okay. Um, and it's, so it's a constant process it never stops and it's great to see every, every day at the training ground it's great to see one of them talking to a player progressing them progressing us as a team yep. um, and, and trying to get us in the, in the right direction nice so what else does a, just a scout whether that's at DC United or in general what do they get involved with in terms of uh, so you've got your player identification which you've yep. been talking about we've got the match analysis which I know some scouts do but is there anything else that they that a scout would tend to do yeah I mean just general networking yep. general networking um, obviously dealing perhaps sometimes with contracts financial contracts you yep. know, doing some again to me what a scout is is it's an information gatherer okay it's yep. an information gatherer and it's somebody who can limit the risk for the club yep. in terms of their investment yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. You know, in in other roles, a director of scouting perhaps doesn't go out and watch as much, and has a team of scouts underneath that they they manage. Yeah. I enjoy that part of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy that part of it a lot, um, and I, I would never want to take that away from from what I do. Yeah. So, you know, again, it, it's all encompassing, and again, and again, in the DC, it, it's all encompassing anyway. We, you know, we all pull our weight yeah. um, and, and we dip into different things and help each other out where we can so it's it's really limitless to be honest with you nice. scout yeah so you're always kept busy then but yeah always kept busy but I enjoy yeah. being busy. busy busy is good yeah um, busy is good and you never can uh, never leave any stone unturned I guess is the, is the best way to put it with scouting yeah because you know you have moments where you say that player's for us where, where did, what, how did we not find him or or what was our process like yeah. to where we didn't, you know, see, so we're always in that, analyzing ourselves, analyzing the process uh, to, to figure it out. Nice. So I think I wouldn't be forgiven if I didn't ask this next question, which is not on the list that I showed you earlier. Um, but obviously we're looking at filling that 30p. Yep. You've been around Europe. Obviously that's kind of the goal um, in terms of the players. Is there anything that you can kind of give us any nuggets of information about who or where they're going to be coming from or how far away are we from getting that third DP? Yeah, look, the, the window opens up July 7th. Yeah. So we have a little bit of time. Um, I think the important thing for us was that we wanted to get Taxi in through the door. Yeah. We wanted to see how Taxi interacted with our current players. Um, so that was our most important thing. That was what we wanted to, to, to see first. Yeah. In terms of moving forward, we, we do have that third DP spot. Now, we've worked diligently, we, every day, conversations between, between the four of us, as I've said. Yeah. Um, positionally, you know, we really feel like we, we need a creator. Okay, so, yep. You know, that's not to say that we don't have creators in the team already, yeah. but we, we feel that to take ourselves to the next level, to, to impact games, we need a creator. Um, so we've been heavily looking into players and we want a game changer. You know, this, yeah. this, this club has had Wayne Rooney. Yeah. This club has had Lucho Acosta. We're talking about top, top players. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're looking in that, in that range. Um, we've been to South America. We've been to Europe. You know, yeah. we, we've, we've done our homework in both. So 
what we'd really like in our squad is some real experience. We'd okay. like some real, some real experience. Someone who's been there and done it, um, and, and a player that people can look at and go, "He's a game changer." Yeah, he's scary. You know, he's he's nice. you know he's top five in the MLS. So, you know, to to give you a tidbit there, yeah. th- these are the ranges we're looking at. Fair, but at the same time, you know, they've got to be right because yeah. our philosophy is sometimes with these players, you, you may get. Uh, some things in terms of defensively they don't work right yeah and so yeah. we have to figure out a player who's going to work for us because that is our philosophy here yeah it's high energy high press exactly. you, you need a lot of energy to get through exactly. that game yeah. and you need 11 players all rowing in the same direction yeah. um, and I think that's the beauty of taxi yeah you know, and I think this is one of the things that that we touched on is with with taxi he has quality he's been around Europe and he will work his socks off for the team yeah. Um, and I think you've seen that and I, I yeah. think we're going to continue to see that and, and again I'll come back to it with, with the character in the dressing room it's huge yeah. it's huge for us and so yeah. we've done a lot of work in terms of who's the best character for this dressing room yeah. um, you know we want, we want a guy who has a personality and a presence and again to come back to taxi he's come in and been absolutely fantastic he's in that dressing room he's a jokester his English is getting better every day. I was about to say, it has the language been a barrier for him yet? Everybody has a nickname to taxi. Oh, so, geez. yeah, and it's, it's, very, it's very simple, but it's, it's, it's great banter. Yeah. Um, the, the guys love him. The yeah. guys love him. You know, he loves the guys. It, it's been a really, a really, you know, when you, when you talk about getting it right, you know, we're, we're hoping this continues. Um, but yeah. but he, in terms of personality, and in terms of the work rate, you know, it's all you can really ask of a, of a player. Yeah. And he, he's come and brought, brought a new light to this team, which has been great. Yeah, fantastic. Um, just kind of one sort of final question really is, for those who out there who might have not even thought about scouting or actually have thought about scouting, what would be your one bit of advice for them to get into that sort of career? Yeah, it's, um, it's a difficult one to get into. And I find myself very lucky that I had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, because you know you've got I've spoken with many people about this you know you can sit and you can analyze games and players and ultimately every team and every club analyzes players differently yeah. you know reads reports differently we're we're a club that I don't need five pages of reports on, yeah. on a player you know I need short sweet let's move on straight to the point straight to the point yeah whereas you know I've, I've without mentioning some clubs you know I've, I've spoke to some scouts that that work for some big clubs and you know they need to write five page reports and you're talking a lot of information they have the they have the ability to do that yeah so to, to get to the point it's a very difficult thing to get into but where i would start is breaking down players from a very granular level yeah um, and again you can you can do it from a pick a team you know pick the team you support for yeah. instance pick dc united break down each player what are their strengths what are their weaknesses um who complements who um, and, and break it down from an individual player standpoint but also from a team standpoint in that well those two don't quite connect because of these two reasons yeah. um, and start logging things like that start start reaching out start networking with people it's difficult I know you know I have many people reach out to me about you know can I connect on on uh, on you know how I can get involved and it's mm. very difficult time wise to, to to offer that all the time but yeah. but try yeah. try it open yourself out reach out really network with people ask for some feedback um, you can never learn too much information and 
uh, one of the one of the guys I, I look heavily up to is the guy at Sevilla, Mont Monty. So okay. you know, there's there's videos out there on YouTube that you can watch where they show you their process, and you can never do too much research, right? Yeah. So you know, I'm yeah. I'm forever learning, and um, for me, it's about learning and then just networking because that's where the opportunities come. Yeah. Um, you put yourself out there. A lot of guys have, have gone the Twitter route, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put their information out there on Twitter. Uh, and some is great to read. Some you're looking at it going, oh, okay, <laughs> like, you know. But scouting can yeah. be very simple. Yeah. Scouting can be very simple. But, um, yeah, that's where I'd start. Do your research, do your information, and, and really network with some people that, that are already in the game and yeah. can give you some feedback. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for that. Well, I appreciate it. Um, and we'll go back to the show. Well, we are back now. Um, so, yes, Tom, we are back. I know you've got a big hand. See, so you've took that time. You've got the red stripe. Daniel has got his snood on, which uh, thank you to uh, Jim for donating those to yourself and Tom. Um, so you've both got one now. Um, it is a bit hot. I mean... It has my double chin, so I'm, I'm in. That's a good idea. Wow. That's what we've gone to now. We've just had a yacht go past. This is just, it's beautiful. We've just been able to actually mill around with the crowd. It's such a good atmosphere here down at the Screaming Eagles tailgate. I'm really excited about going over to the stadium now, aren't we? This just brings me back to the lot eight days. Like, and, and just to preview, like this is going to be talking about the old RFK days, the, the good old days. Yeah, um, yeah the, I, I love being just like with the supporter groups right now and just yeah. hanging out this is so good indeed right so we've only got a couple more things that we need to go through one which is your your less 101 for today yep. and we're just going to wrap things up i think so daniel you you're ready with your mls 101 all right do we uh, do we have we need to play the intro okay don't forget oh, yeah. about that right. tom get yourself with the gate timer ready uh, okay fair enough oh look at that beers are oh. arriving for daniel i know there's not a beer for me but you know we'll allow it I forgot my what. I've had... See, now that you're doing that, I'm not going to offer to open it. <laughs> I got it. He's got it. He's got it open. He's been struggling. Right. So we're, we're going to play the MLS 101 little intro. Nice. Cool. So what is MLS 101 about today, Daniel? Guys, it, that, that song intro hits different today. The fact oh, that, that we're live. So good. Yeah. That is that is real good. Today we're we're bringing it back to the RFK days. Okay. But the real RFK days, the 2004 okay. RFK days. So the MLS Cup, MLS Cup season. Specifically, I am talking about the Rumble oh, at RFK. Yes. What and a game. This is this is pure. This is pure footy because. Finals like are great, but it's all about that semi-final lifestyle, my man. So yeah. we are getting into it. Tom's got his Tom, Tom's got a timer ready. You so, do, do you want us to give you the countdown? Yeah, I don't want him to give out too much. Yeah, right. So show. Do you want me to count you in? Yes, count me in, baby. Get, re get ready, Tom. In three, two, one. Okay. So the thing you have to know about the Rumble at RFK is that it was an era of MLS before Sir David Beckham grace America with his Calvin Klein undies. Before the expansion boom, MLS was a tight league full of teams that had nothing but grit, vinegar, and hair. 
this is a time when uh, the league had real parity, a mid-market sides like Columbus Crew and KC Wizards finishing at the top of their respective conferences, in fact, sharing points. Uh, however, it's being a, support, a supporter, season winners, what thwart the, the efforts that hard-scrabbled New England revs uh, made in the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. I mean, literally, it was between them and Chicago at the end of the season there. This is before soccer-specific stadiums became a big imperative, and D.C. was firmly planted at RFK Stadium. Led by head coach Peter Novak, the retired MLS great, uh, United was stacked with club legends like Alesco, Aleko Eskandarian, who was an absolute sniper with his left foot. D.C. also had explosive the explosive Ernie Stewart, the flashy rookie Freddie Adu, Ben Olsen, Mike Petke, Christian Gomez, Nick Romando, and last but not least, my man, my man's Bosco. 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 <laughs> I'm just going to go Bosco. Uh, Jaime Moreno. Jaime Moreno, yeah. It was Bos Bosco 2008, wasn't he? While the MLS Cup was decided with an exciting 3-2 win by United, 2004 was truly a proper footballing season, with the, con with the Eastern Conference Final considered one of the best games in MLS history. It would have reached historic status on the fact that it was a six-goal uh, slugfest alone. But you also had two teams that were full of big names, big personalities, and big hitters. New England brought its share of uh, hugely influential players as well. This team included the likes of Taylor Twelveman, uh, Steve Ralston, and Clint Dempsey. What defines this game the most is how physical it was. Within the first minutes of the match, Jaime Moreno was literally booted in the chest by Shalry Joseph while the ball was ping-ponging around midfield. And within minutes of that happening, DC United's Josh Gross, who was called Sarge because he was uh, heading to the Marine Corps after that season, paid Joseph back with a gnarly tackle that smashed Joseph right in the calf. Like, shin, calf, nearly broke his leg. It was gnarly. The game itself was so physical that New England forward Pat Noonan said in a recent retros retrospective that VR VAR was around at that time. The game would have ended 8v8. It was the physicality, the big names, and the sense of having something to prove between these two teams that put together. The game was a true powder keg. Every time DC United scored, New England had an answer. At halftime, both teams came away with two goals apiece. But by the end of full time, the game was tied 3-3, thanks to an 85th-minute goal by New England's Pat Noonan. After a cagey extra time period, the game came down to penalty kicks. After an opening round, which neither penalty taker scored, five consecutive penalties were scored to give DC a 3-2 lead. The fourth round was shot by Jay Heaps for New England, saved by Romando. But the follow-up, Moreno was saved by Reese, who put in the revolution from being eliminated. New England's Shalry Joseph scored his penalty to trigger a sudden death round, which saw Brian Carroll score uh, and Clint Dempsey shot saved by Nick Romando. The penalty shootout ended in a 4-3 victory to DC United, who clinched an appearance in their first MLS Cup final of the new millennium. And that, my gents, oh. is the robot. Absolutely RFK. crushed it, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering you start speeding, and I'm like, dude, you have two minutes. It's just like, <laughs> so I, I've noticed. 
ever since the first episode of that you did the MLS one on one, you just got full pal with everything. It's like, I, dude, slow down. This is where I'm at. Have I, a breath. I I love this stuff. Yeah. I love just just because in a sense, like I said earlier, like you know, kind of DC United those heydays was kind of before I came around. Yeah. So I love being kind of a a student of DC United. Of those early days, and yeah. I just love it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Daniel, for this week's MLS 101. We're going to play the outro. Well, we are almost at the end of the show. Yeah, we just had a, I mean, a cop on a jet ski. Don't see this in Middlesbrough. <laughs> you definitely don't see this in Middlesbrough, the River Tees. I mean, you'd probably get poisoned if you did that on the River Tees. I mean, I'm not going to say the river here is that great either. Oh, no, it's, 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 okay. it's, it's less brown than it is at the borough. Fair. Fair. So that, that shows you the, the quality of the water up north. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Why? Why? Did you have to bring her up? Always. There are certain lines. There are certain lines. And mentioning any Tory MP or yeah. PM is off is off the table. We don't mention any of those. We just pretend they don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> we've been trying to do that for the last ten years with the Conservatives, and yeah. it's, they're just they just stick around for some reason. So, well, the last section of the live stream. Ooh. Um. Unless there's any guy, and you guys have got any questions? Oh, any questions? Yeah. Any questions? Hi. Hi. Not too bad, thank What's you. Thing from um, the Holy Grail. What is your name? <laughs> what is your favorite color? Um, what is black or red? Oh, red. All day. <laughs> well, let's have a little look. We did actually have a question come in, which I've not gone through yet. Okay. Which oh, is okay. uh, Rafa Romo? Does he have the potential to succeed Bill Hamid or not? No. Oh, that was an easy answer. Jesus, don't like, even think about it. No, with a with a very big period at the end of it. Yeah. No. No. Any particular reason why? Because no. <laughs> uh, Bill Hamid is a staple of the DC United team and will always be a staple of the DC yeah. United team. The one year he spent away from us, he was still on the DC United team. Oh, yeah, to be fair. He was, yeah. Yeah, cool. Daniel, any other else. thoughts on that? No, I, I mirror that completely. Yeah, fair. Boom. And, and to be fair, yeah. So the performance against New York City where that set-piece goal, he yeah. really should have done better with that. It was, yeah. even if he just used his feet to clear I'm not, I'm not going to write him off after one. No, oh, uh, no. I mean, he's a better, here's my... Oh, we got another cop. Cop in a boat this time. I got to run. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I mean, a man who wears shades on a podcast is always suspicious. <laughs> it's not INS. You're okay. Tell me, yeah, I was say, tell me if they turn. <laughs> they just turned. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna write him off completely no. just yet. Um, I think he would be a better backup. And here's my my weekly uh, Kempen dig. Yeah, he'd be much better than Kempen because, come on. Um, but but Ke yeah. Kempen has style. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but no. No. Not sure. near Bill. Well, I mean, that was the only question that we had. So. All right. Oh, Brian has got a question. Go for it. So, 
who will win a championship first or a cup first? Will it be DC United or England winning the World Cup? England winning the World Cup. Hey, when you ask the two guys for me, cut them. The MLS championship before England takes the World Cup. Uh, so, are we winning the show, though? That's not even a question. That's not even a question. So, Oh, yeah, oh, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Hey, 20 bucks. I'm not betting on anything. No, no, no. <laughs> this is not a handshake. This is not a handshake. <laughs> cool. Well, England's winning it in Qatar. Yeah, uh, cool. Absolutely we, not. we figured that one out. They're laying an egg again. No, no. We'll see if uh, the US can get out of the group stages. Oh. I mean, <laughs> looking to make it this yeah. time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm going to call it. Scotland has a better chance of making it into the playoffs than England does. Scotland, really? Scotland versus England in the Euros is terrible. They've got to get past Wales first. True. Truly. Mm. That's okay. Have you won them? Uh, I'm going to say, have you won a World Cup? You're going to be like, we won four of them. Have you won anything this century? Oh no! No, <laughs> no, but we have we have been to two We're finals. We're on even ground. We're on even ground. We're good. I mean, America. Actually, did no, Scotland soccer, did. So. Scotland. No, no, no. They so. just they just called it soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they they took. Oh. Okay. An actual question. Okay, hand the hand the mic over. Hand the mic over. <laughs> that was a dig. <laughs> hand the mic over. Do you think the interim head coach should stay on for the rest of the season? Uh, okay, that's yeah. a good question. I say yes. It all depends. And now we've got um, just a just a distraction. Um, just whilst we get a chance to think about the answer, fireboat. Yeah. I mean, if you need water to put out a fire, the river is a great place. And they just like pound the water out. And are we playing Chicago today? Hey, the sh- oh, you see what he's done there? You see what he's done there? Um, so Chad Ashton, um, he had a decent record first time he was interim coach. He's actually not had a bad record this time around so far. I would say if he continues doing well by the end of July, then yeah, absolutely. But if things go a little bit sour, we seriously need to think about getting a new coach in. Agreed. Um... I want to see what happens to Leeds United and then have Jesse Marsh come in. Oh. Really? I, yeah. Is that an actual serious answer? That's an actual serious answer. I um Jesse Marsh. I I respect He's at Leeds. He's at Leeds United, but, but they're going to get relegated this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um no, I'm serious. Uh if if that is a possibility at all, uh, he's a coach I deeply respect, um, you know, but also like, you know, all respect to Chad Ashton as well. So if, if it turns in fact that like he can lead this team to good results and can give this a team a put playoff push, yeah. uh, I'd be all for him. But if, if it just turns out that we have to look elsewhere uh, uh, and if if I were to have like my field, uh, that would be a coach I would go for. Fair enough. I, like I said, I, I'm willing to give him until the end of July. And if things, like I said, do turn sour, I would want us to have a new coach put in place. Yeah. Um, and it's also a good time to look at new coaches because it's, it's the end of the seasons over in Europe. You're going to have sackings and you're going to have people who are going to be available. So 
what better time to actually start looking at potential new coaches than then? Yeah. Uh, follow-up question with that then. We're yeah. going to go with a new coach. I mean, we're going to get a new DP probably in the summer. Yeah, I mean, in, in the Sean Howe interview we just saw, um, had on the show there, we was, he was talking about um, how we're looking in Europe at the moment for the third DP. We like Europe. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see who we do get. No names were mentioned, but very interesting to see who yes. we could get in. Uh, but in that regard, wouldn't you want to have a new coach to make that decision on that new DP? Um, so again, just to kind of reiterate what Sean was saying and uh, when I spoke to him yesterday is, the things that they look at when they look identifying players is they look at the personality of the squads, uh, not just the skills, but they look at actually who will get on, who will fit the team dynamic. And that is a big, big thing. So Sean spent so much time just with the team, just to see who got on with who. Um, if you look at, like if you that. need someone on the left side, who's going to click with Brad Smith? Yeah. Who's going to click right. with Gressel on the right? Who's going to click with Knaus in the middle? You need those types of players who will make the team better not just on the pitch but also off the pitch as well and, and am i am i an idiot for saying this but does this player in in a way have to be a european no national so no I no mean, not at all if anything you know kind of looking at the norwich situation could it be a josh Sargent? a very well oh, could. that yeah, would be quite cool yeah i mean they, they are looking at a creator okay that, okay, that's good. James, just tell us who it is. I don't. I genuinely, <laughs> I don't know. Sean didn't tell me who it was. But James is just I, like find out I, next I mean, week. Who, who is going to be our Andrea Pirlo? I mean, they, he's been looking at South America. His name's yeah. Jafal. He's been looking. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Sophie Jafal has played yeah. incredibly. He's yeah. for me. He's along with Taxi. He's been signing other seasons. Uh, yeah, he's been my favorite player. That's not named Taxi. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're going to get, but we are signing, going to sign a DP this summer. That's exciting. So I'm really looking forward to who that's going to be. But the window doesn't open until July 7th, so we've got a little bit of time to wait. But it's going We're to be interesting. Speculate. Yeah, we will oh, speculate. This is fun. This is the best part. Of Could it. it be Gareth Bale? I, I, you know what, that I think what we're talking about, where we want to have as much speed and as much skill on the flanks as possible. Uh, that's who I would go for. Yeah. I think I think the middle is solid. Yeah, I'm just um, gonna start sending him golf golf every places time, here. Every time he tweets, I'm gonna start going after him. So just tweet the link to uh, all the uh, yep. courses in DC. Just that. Yep. nothing else. So okay. let's move on to the last bit of the show, okay. which is who <laughs> the Argentinian. Uh-huh. Argentinian. Well, I mean, he shot. I mean, everyone shot compared to me. What era he played in? No, because that would give it away. Um, I tried. <laughs> he's played for DC United twice. He's made over 100 appearances, scored over 40 goals for the club. Um, I'm going to go to you, Tom. Who do you think? So, I, I looking back, not. Tom, have of, you thrown your voice? There's not a Argentinians who had multiple spells. Yeah, and he's a as well. As a midfielder. No, we had one, which I still say I've got that one right. Whereas um, the little, what's his name? He played in midfield, was Argentinian. He played Cam. Did I meet on the same player? No, I checked. I think I I think I haven't, I mean, I think I haven't done him. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out, yeah. and I want to say Yamil Assad. Okay, I also agree with Yam. I mean, it's not Yamil Assad. <laughs> if it's a cuss, I'm gonna cheat myself. <laughs> it is Christian Gomez. Wow! <laughs> I even talked about him. Yeah, you mentioned him. Like he's actually, he's gonna get this one. You mentioned him. I'm gonna pass this on, and I'm uh I'm gonna. Go think about my actions. Christian Gomez. There we go. It is the end. You guys have an airport to go to. Get going. Apparently. <laughs> oh, you do. I'm going to stay a little bit longer. I'm going to the game. I don't know about you. Yeah, we've got obviously got the game to go to now. So it is unfortunately the end. I feel like I don't want to end it, but we need to end it because we've got places to be. Um, I'm going to uh, uh, just real quick because I, I know you're not doing any shout out just we're, yet. We're n- can I do the can I do the shout outs without doing the bit this time? Because I, I got a couple. I'll let you do one. Can I just can I just can I just do it. Okay, um, real quick, Adrian, I love you, and two, uh, Sioux Falls City FC has their inaugural match tonight, they're on the road, uh, good luck to the girls, this is going to be great, uh, love, love the, the fact that we're going to enjoy a full season with them. Yes, absolutely, I, I, I definitely wasn't going to cut you off from, uh, okay. from that one. Um, uh, shout out to Adrian as well, we also love her, even though we never met her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and shout out to May Knight for breaking my heart every week. I mean, I, I have to then have a shout out to my wife who's uh, back at home in England looking after my son who uh, has got the chicken box on. Fair play. And uh, yeah, you're not. I'm protecting the keyboard. Um, Hit the Vamos United and then I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to be as quick as possible. <laughs> um, but yes, um, we always do end. Uh, Tom, where can people find you on social media? Uh, I changed it to DC UK Unfiltered. Yeah, uh, where I like to complain about my sporting life, and that's on Twitter, and that's on Twitter. Yeah, and complain about American politics. Yeah, and then Daniel, find me at uh, D- Professor DCUK. Yes, I- I'm the bean side of soccer. Nothing makes sense. Don't follow me. No, don't. I mean, you went through a time where you were just doing anime with players' heads on it. <laughs> what the heck? That'll be coming back soon enough. Nice, nice. Fine. Um, yeah, and for me, if you're not following on Twitter, it's at DC United Kingdom, it's Facebook and Instagram, it's DC UKFC. Um, and come and join us at DC UK in the spot group chat. Obviously, Brian over here is in there, and um, you guys are obviously in there. Um, just go to DC United Kingdom membership. Well, that is it. Uh, Brian has got his shirt on. Um, do you want to come around and show it off? Please do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> look at that I mean you might have to crush on a little bit there we, there go. we go there we go beautiful um, and you can obviously get any of these uh, jerseys that we've got here so indeed you're actually wearing merch for once and you've, I'm into fact you brought the flag which you can't really see yeah, in shop but I'm really glad I, I packed that massive flag for it's no reason. huge absolutely I mean I'm just going to jump off the building and paraglide home on it why not <laughs> cheaper than Uber yeah, it's super there, 
but yeah, that is that is the end of end of the show. Thank you guys for making this an absolute blast. It's been fantastic. Super it's fun. super. Um, we do. Um, so I'm gonna obviously end it with until next time. Vamos United and eat at Atisha on the Hill. Damn it. <laughs>